we uh, do have our caller on the line here. It's Nick Bogdanovich, headlines maker at William Hill Sports. Uh, Nick, thank you so much for uh, getting on the line with us, and we appreciate you joining Iron Sports. Oh, I'd love to be here. Thanks, Nick. Um, really appreciate it. Um, so you open the line uh, at three for the Super Bowl, and, and I saw that the, you know I was at the game when Tampa played uh, Kansas City two, about two months ago. I was at that game, and that line was three. So really, nothing has changed, you know, in between the two months between uh, between that game and when, when they actually won by three, and then this game. So talk about in terms of like how this line was set and the thinking of making it at three and why it stayed at that three. Yeah, no, we thought three was a good starting point. Uh, we opened three, and all the early money was for Kansas City. Uh, so we went to three and a half, and at that point, a lot of professional money came in on Tampa Bay. Uh, obviously, the biggest key number in the NFL is three, so when you get on and off of three, got to be a little bit careful. But all the professionals gobbled up to plus three and a half, so we went back to Kansas City three, and right now we're Kansas City minus three, minus 20. Uh, yeah, about two hours ago, we took a half a million dollar bet on the Chiefs minus the three, minus the 20. So we're pretty high on the Chiefs right now. But there's, you know, still five, six days left and uh, plenty of betting left in this cycle. So in terms of the money, do you think that the most the money right now, you say, is coming in on the Chiefs right now or, or Tampa Bay? Yeah, right now, the Chiefs we're pretty high on the Chiefs. But, uh, you know, I think that can change. I, I, I still think there's going to be plenty of Tampa money especially on Tampa on the money line in the Super Bowl. Uh, They tend to bet the money line as opposed to taking the points with the dog. That way they can bet, in this case, 100 would win 145 instead of betting, you know, 110 to win 100 at plus three. So, uh, and and plus Tampa's coming off two really good games. They won at New Orleans, won at Green Bay, and they they rewarded a lot of wager uh, backers in those games. So uh, there'll be plenty of Tampa money. And then I guess a lot of my callers have been, before they knew you were coming on, was going to ask, they want to know this question. When you think, when you're doing the line of a game, you handicap it and say who's going to win. And then you, did you, do you do that first and then you weigh in, like, where do you think the money's going? Or that's, and you just set the line there? Or do you actually put, you know, then factor in every, the, other, the other idea? Well, who do you think is going to, you know, put the bet on each side of the game? Yeah, you know, the first thing we do is uh, come up with a raw number. Uh, each team has a power rating. So we'll come, you know, say the Chiefs have got a power rating of 20 and Tampa Bay a rating of 15. So Kansas City's five. Then you give a, you know, point for being at home. Now you're at four. Just an example like that. And then you start factoring in the other variables. Uh, have they played? Uh, current form? Injuries? Which team would draw public money? Uh, things of that nature. And. Basically, we wound up uh, back to where we were, like you said, in the regular season game, right around the three mark. We're talking to Nick Bogdanovich of William Hill, the headlines maker there. And another question a lot of my callers are interested in is, like, the coordination between the other lines. I mean, there's certainly competitors in the industry that take bets. I mean, your website is the easiest site to go to, so I encourage everyone to use William Hill Caesars. It's phenomenal. But in terms of when you look in terms of, like, you don't see your line is at three. No one's at, like, five or six. It doesn't go like that in terms of, so how much coordination do you have in terms of looking at the other lines that the other bookmakers are making? Yeah, no, I mean, we uh, obviously in the year 2020, we got uh, technology, we got services that have lines from books all in Las Vegas, New Jersey, you know, out in the far place islands, England. So we know what we know what else is out there. Uh, where we want to put ourselves in that market is, is our call. But yeah, you'll especially in the NFL, you'll see 
you'll rarely see uh, more than a half point dif- difference in most books because uh, a professional will straighten you out real quick with a off number. But you know, in, in college basketball and college totals, you'll see point and a half two off. But in, in the NFL, usually everyone's very, very near the same number. And then the one thing that's I, you know, everyone finds fun for the Super Bowl is is actually the prop bets. And so, like, we're down here in Miami or in West Palm Beach, and so we're interested. You had one prop. Well, Tyreek Hill have more receiving yards than the Miami Heat points on this one game. And so that's an interesting bet. But these aren't just, like, fun. Like, these are – this is significant in terms of the total haul for the for, for you guys in terms of what happens with, with these many prop bets that you have. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, we could win booking the game – but if we, if the props go south for us, we could have a losing day. That's how big it is. It used to be that it was like two, three percent of the entire day, all the props. Now it's up to forty, fifty percent. So, yeah, no, the props is huge. Uh, the handle's enormous. The risk is enormous, and it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun. And uh, we get to talk about them for about 10 days. <laughs> Do you put limits on props? Is there a limit in terms of, like, betting? Like, I, I think the funniest prop is the heads versus tails. I couldn't believe that tails has won 29 out of the uh, – they're, they're leading 29-25. But tails has won six out of the last, last seven Super Bowls, which is amazing. Yeah, we use a dollar five each way uh, just to encourage action on that prop. And each year I'm amazed at how much money we write to that prop. You think you just <laughs> grab someone out in the sports book and say, let's do it juice-free, but – uh, you know, we write like six figures every year to that prop. It, it utterly amazes me that people will bet the coin toss, but they do. And so much in betting right now is the in-game betting. And I know that, like, when I'm in Vegas, and, and I, I just it's so exciting to when, during the halftime odds and, and when the odds change, it, you know, you during the game are just setting, you know, it, you must be going crazy trying to reset, you know, resetting lines the entire game. So you're totally, you're more involved in the game than maybe Belichick, and, I mean, not Belichick, but uh, uh, Arians in and, and, and the game in. You know, actually, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm away from the in-play. Uh, the in-play, when it first came over, was like 2-3% of our business. Now it's like 30% of our business. So in-play is the, the latest rage. Uh, but we have a, a separate department that runs in-play. We uh, import all of our uh, odds from our, our headquarters in Leeds, England. Uh, it's all based on algorithms. Uh, and we manage the risk. Uh, you know, obviously we take 2,000, 5,000, 10,000, 50,000, whatever. We manage the risk, but they supply all the numbers. So uh, it's an ever-changing numbers. It never comes down. Some people do in-play just on uh, timeouts or half times, but we do it dur- throughout the entire game. It just keeps changing, changing, changing. So, uh, yeah, lots of uh, mathematical studies to, to make those algorithms. Is it going to be hard to do with the delays that they do on games? I mean, I get frustrated from a simple fan perspective as I'm one of the last people that likes to listen to the radio when, I, when I'm at the game and I hate the delay. Is, there, is that a difficulty in terms of just do a play-by-play basis when you're going to have that, you know, ten, sometimes it's like a 10-second delay, I think, before people can see it on TV from what actually happened in the stands? Yeah, no doubt about it. There is like a 7-second delay because, you know, obviously if you have someone in the stadium, you could – you know, you could just absolutely destroy the in-play. But, so it is on a seven-second delay or so. But uh, uh, I tell you, I, I, I haven't been able to participate in it. But I, from the people who do, uh, once they start betting in-play, they, they don't go back to pre-match. They stay with in-play. They, they, they enjoy it more. It's just, uh, you know, more, uh, more of a puzzle to put together. 
And then one last question. I know you're so busy. This is, of course, your busiest time of the year. Nick Vedanovich of William Hill, uh, headlines maker. We were just finished talking about Matthew Stafford and going to the Rams. And I, I'm always intrigued by the future bets and the changes that that, that did with the Rams in terms of their odds to, to win the Super Bowl for the 2022 Super Bowl and, and how that had an effect in terms of how you made those lines. Because I, I know that there was some movement on that. Yeah, you know, we had the Rams like around 15, 16 to 1. Uh, and when, when he got traded, a, a real professional we respect took the 15 to 1 on the Rams. So we lowered him to 10 to 1. You know, the million-dollar question is, well, can Stafford stay healthy? Does he still have gas left in the tank? Uh, obviously, the Rams think so. So, and, and the professional who bet the Rams at 15 to 1 thinks so as well. So they got all the other p- uh, pieces and puzzles. Stafford gives them some good quarterback play. They just may be in the Super Bowl next year. And what is the biggest bet you have? So you said you had a half a million dollar bet. And what do you expect in terms of like the largest bet you'll take for the for the Super Bowl? You know, I think we'll write a seven figure wager, uh, but it better happen soon because uh, wagering seven figures, you got to wire into money, and it's you know cumbersome. And there's some you know some, but you know you never know on a strip property when someone gets hot on a baccarat table or a blackjack table and runs uh, their their uh, bank into a, a big number. They just sometimes they just trot right on over the window and, and plunk the chips down. So you never know. But I think we will write a seven-figure bet before it's all said and done. I have friends who do that for like a thousand and two thousand. I don't know if I can do a million, but that's uh, that's very good. But Nick, this, thank you so much for coming on Iron Sports. I really appreciate it, and best of luck in terms of the Super Bowl. I really appreciate you coming on. Oh, it was my pleasure, guys. Enjoy the game. Thank you.